Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. I hope you had a great summer. I'm Willow Astor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with Carmel Rhodes. We discuss her muses, sister love, sweatshirts you all need to get, and I discovered her secret profession. Good morning, Carmel. Good morning. How are you today? I am doing well. Good. I've been so excited to talk to you, and you're my first guest after my summer break. I'm so excited. Yeah. Welcome, and thank you to all the listeners for coming back after my time away. (sighs) Okay, Carmel. I first heard about you with your book, Truly, and girl... My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the the general consensus. (laughs) How did you make me love Noah? That was an impossible task and you pulled it off. You know what? I I don't know. And I don't know if everyone would agree that I pulled it off. But I, um, I don't know. I just, I think I tried to write him as honest as I could. Okay, going into it, did you know he was going to be as bad and as good as he was? I had hoped. Um, you always, <laughs> like, when you sit down and write a book, and you probably know this, you have an idea in your head of how it's going to be, yep. at least with me. And then once you start writing them and you get to know the characters more than just an idea in your head and you get to know them on the page, they always surprise you. Yeah. And no one truly were no different. Um and he definitely threw me for a loop a few times, and he made me want to stop writing the book, and he made me question my sanity a lot, but I'm really proud of the journey that they both went on in the end, but definitely it was a labor of love. Well, it came through, I thought. It really did. I love it when we can see, not that he's a villain, but I love when we see all the sides of a person and I felt like we really could with him and yeah it was it was a crazy (laughs) ride that I loved every minute of yay I'm so glad and yeah he's like and that's one of the things I tried to do with that book is show you that everyone is not all good and not Mm -hmm. all bad so um no he's not like the classic hero who does everything right and makes you swoon but he (laughs) He makes mistakes, and he kind of goes on from there, Yeah, which is, I think, honest and real. I do, too. What part of the world are you in? I am currently in Florida, in Orlando. Okay. Yeah, we live down here. We used to live in Maryland, and we moved down here to be closer to my husband's family. Nice. Because we were just kind of up there by ourselves, and our son was getting to be school age, so we wanted to like get settled into somewhere before he started school, so we didn't have to like switch schools and do all that stuff once mm-hmm. he got into school. And so we moved here maybe two years ago. We've been here, and okay. we were loving it. We Good. love being close to the family. How long have you been writing? I have always like fancied myself a writer, but I used to write kind of more journalistic kind of things Mm -hmm. so that's what I went to school for and then I never did anything with that and then I discovered writing when I discovered fan fiction so I used to write um 50 shades of gray fan fiction and I was just a reader for the longest time and then 
I had this great idea for this story, and none of my favorite fan fiction writers would write it. And they were like, you write it. You should write it. It's your idea. This is fan fiction. Just give it a try. And I did, and I haven't looked back since. That's so fun. What does an average week of writing look like for you? (laughs) A hot ass mess. Um, I I have a full-time job. I am a cake decorator, so I work in a bakery. Really? And yes. So I try to write. I'm fortunate that my days off are during the week, which means my husband and son are typically out of the house. Okay. So I have those two days where I try to do most of my writing. And then after work, I try to spend an hour or so writing just depending on you know my brain function after work but I try to pack as much as I can in my two off days so that you know because I don't I am the type of writer I have to like really sit down and dig in I can't just do much in like an hour or two so yeah are you a heavy plotter or a pantser I'm a a planster I think it's called where (laughs) I have like my bullet points and kind of I know what I want to happen in the story, but I don't I can't have too um, strict of a plot because, like I said, once I sit down to write and get to know the characters, they always, always, always kind of do their own thing. So I don't even bother with too much of an outline because it, it just never goes that way. Do you usually have a character muse in your head when you're writing or are they strictly their own look and personality typically I have a muse because I'm just like inspired by everything so Mm -hmm. if I see something on Instagram if I see a person walking down the street if I hear a song if you know I'm looking at memes everything inspires me so I'll typically start out with a muse and I'll I'll my um my books are character based like really heavy character driven so I'll see a person and I'll be like, that's such and such. Ooh. Who did you see for Truly? She's a singer. Her name is Justine Skye. And she used to have purple hair. So that's how Truly got her purple hair. And I just follow her on Instagram and she's just gorgeous. And I'm obsessed with her. And she's just this young, cool girl. And when I saw her, I was like, that's Truly. And then, you know, as I developed the story around the characters, like their bits and pieces of their personality come through. Mm-hmm. But I usually always, always have a muse. If I don't have a muse, I'm like kind of floundering in the beginning, trying to figure out really? what's going on. But yeah, I always start with the characters. That's where I start. Who is it for Noah? <laughs> Noah mm-hmm. Centineo. I had the biggest crush on him when I first saw, what is that movie? Um, to all the boys I love on Netflix. Oh yes, yes. I was like obsessed with that guy <laughs> for a long time, um, and so I always knew I was going to write a story about him. It just wasn't until uh, Truly came together that I was like, "That's Noah. That's like the cocky jock who is kind of fun and fun loving, but he has like in my head, he has like this darkness that he uses like the smile to hide yes, behind." So I love it. Well, how has your writing changed with and work too, like with your cake decorating job? How has it changed with COVID? It's been tough. Um, This year, I think we can all agree it's been tough Mm -hmm. because 
even though I've I've worked through the whole thing, I've never like had time off. It's just mentally exhausting. Like I go out to work every day and I'm around people and I'm just I live in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so worried that like what if, you know, something happens? What if I get sick? What if I bring it home to my family? So Truly is the only book I released this year and I'm hoping to release another one, but I it's it's I don't I've given myself a lot of grace. Good. I don't make myself feel like a failure for not being able to write because it's just existing in this world is tough. So I just try to give myself a lot of grace. But yeah, there's some days I just come home and I just watch like Bravo and then that, <laughs> yeah. that's it. <laughs> you know, I've I, I've done what I need to do. I I that is just where I am that day. And I, that is okay because we have never lived through a pandemic. We've never experienced some of the things that we are experiencing this year. And, you know, however we handle it is just us doing the best we can. And I just, I really believe in like just giving yourself time. It's great advice to do that. And I feel like it's such a hard thing. It's like, I'm so glad you've had the work during this whole time and yet it comes with a whole long list of uh, anxieties and fears like yes. you said like everyone just has it hard no matter if you're out of work that's hard if you're trying to figure out how you're going to feed your family yep. if you're essential quote unquote and you have to go out into the world and you so figure out hard. how you're going to keep your family safe it's just we're all just going through it what will you be happiest to get back to when this is over? I will be happiest to get back to just spending time with family. Because like I said, when we moved to Florida, we moved to be closer to family. And mm-hmm. um, my husband's family every year goes on this big vacation um, and the whole family's there. We weren't able to do that this year. And it's just, it's tough, you know, not to be so close to family and not to see them yes. the way that you, you, you're you used to. You're used to just dropping by someone's house, you right. know, or, you know, and all that stuff. So that's kind of what I miss the most. I'm, I'm an introvert, so I've never really been like, let's go out. I mean, I love to travel <laughs> and stuff like that, but I, I don't need to be out and about so much. Right. Um. But I do just miss, like, gathering, you know? Yeah, there's still people that you want to be with, even if you're an introvert. Right, exactly. And then my mother-in-law, she's sick. She, um, So she has a weak immune system, so it's hard for us to visit her because, like I said, I work outside, and it's just you don't want to bring that to her when she's, like, already super susceptible. So yeah, I that's kind that. of the hardest thing. Well, I hope... For all our sakes, it's going to get resolved pretty soon, I hope. I hope, I hope. I hope. I'm so curious about your cake decorating. I did not know this, and I love that about you. (laughs) I know. You know what? Whenever anyone finds that out, they're like, oh, my gosh, I love that. It it really is as fun as it sounds. I mean, it's stressful sometimes, especially when you work, like, in a commercial bakery where you, you have to produce stuff. It's not, like, I don't work in one of those fun bakeries that's, like just doing these outrageous cakes and you get to take a month to do them or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a lot of stress, but it's also, I mean, I'd rather be stressed out playing and icing and getting to be creative than doing pretty much anything else. So that's so fun. What's your favorite cake to make? I don't have 
a favorite to make. I love them when um, people let us be creative. That's kind of like my favorite thing to do. They're like, this is my idea. This is my theme. Just kind of do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite. And then we do um, in my bakery a lot of what we call decadent cakes. And those are my favorite to make just because I, as much as playing in buttercream is fun, I like I like personally the cakes that are a little more decadent. So the ones that have like chocolate ganache drizzled on them or like mm. fresh fruit and all that stuff. So those are kind of like my favorite things to do. What's your favorite one to eat? Um, we have this one that has strawberries in the middle, like strawberries and peaches. And there's like Ooh. a ton of fruit on top and it's got like whipped topping. So it's, you think it's lighter, but it's really just as much sugar as anything else. <laughs> and it's just got all this fresh fruit and it's like vanilla cake with like a, a peachy flavor. And that is what I get for any occasion that is about me. My son and husband love like cookies and cream. So they're always just wanting the chocolate cake with Oreos. But yeah. if it's for me, I'm getting the peach, the <laughs> strawberry and peach cake. That sounds delicious. It's so good. Let's do a fast five or I'll ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Last show you binged. <laughs> it's probably Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing, but it's the truth. No, if you love it, you love it. I love it. I love that. All that, all that trash on Bravo. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Concert you'll never forget. I went to see... Beyonce formation and I got to take my three sisters and it was the best we were like up in the nosebleeds because I treated them like it was supposed to just be me and my husband and we were going to get great seats and like stay the night and I was like you know what no I have to take my sisters to this so (laughs) I was like sorry honey we have to take the girls (laughs) so we traded in our like great seats and got like five nosebleed seats and it was just amazing because I love Beyonce I'm a Beyonce super fan I love and getting that. to experience that with my sisters was like the best that's so fun it's so great of you to do that too yeah I gave up my good seats for them. <laughs> <laughs> well I feel like my next question you've already given us one surprise with the cake decorating but what would surprise us about you I don't know I guess I'll just use my sisters again I have three sisters worth like the twins are 15 years younger than me, and then the other one is 17 years younger than me. So I was, like, basically an adult and out of the house. And then my mom's like, I'm pregnant with twins. Oh, my and goodness. So that was an adjustment. And then I moved out, so then it didn't really matter. And now they are in their first year. They just moved into their dorm room. So That's awesome. I feel like my children are grown up. I love that you've been able to be close with them, even though you didn't really live in the home with them yeah it's one of the reasons like we only have one son and we're thinking about having another one he's six and everyone's always like oh you should have them closer together like why are you waiting so long and I'm like ah they'll be close you know I have sisters that are 15 years younger than me and (laughs) like they call me the other day my one sister she called because mom wouldn't let her go visit her boyfriend who like lived 45 minutes away. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you because mom didn't let me go visit Caleb, my husband, back when we were dating and I was your age. So I have nothing for you. Like, I have no advice. And it's just, it's great that, you know, we have a family group chat and they call me with stuff like that. And I just, I really love and cherish our relationship. That's so good. Last five-star book you read? I've been, okay, so I have been listening to a lot of books, and Cora Riley has this Bound by 
Honor, I think is the first book. Okay. Um, and I like read the first three books or listened to the first three books after um, because I, I, one, I love arranged marriages and it's like this dark arranged marriage mob book. Ooh. And I don't know why I loved it so much. I think it just hit me at a time where I just wanted to indulge in something like that. And I just, I, I loved it. Okay. So I'm going to go with that one. Coffee or tea? Coffee all day. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of coffee or tea, I went to look at your website when I was getting ready for this and you have such fun merch. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I always forget that I have merch. I thought your sweatshirts were so cute. Yes. I, I'm actually wearing... <laughs> wearing one of my sweatshirts right now that's fun i'm talking to your bff after this any tips on what i should ask her qb she she's so much fun i think that you will enjoy talking to her just ask her about her taboo books and how writing the last one was i won't give you too much away <laughs> i read it so i'm re- <laughs> <laughs> okay i will Well, it's time for us to sing a song. This is what I've been dreading. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any songs in mind? I I don't. I was trying to think of one, but I was like, it doesn't matter what I pick. It's going to be awful. So (laughs) I'll let Willow steer me in the (laughs) the right direction. I was kind of thinking Grenade by Bruno Mars. Let's do Grenade. Okay, let's do it. All right. Easy come, easy go. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you'll never give. Should have known you was trouble from the first kiss. Had your eyes wide open. Why were they open? Gave you all I had, and you tossed it in the trash. You tossed it in the trash. You did. To give me all your love is all I ever ask. Cause what, what you, you don't, don't understand, understand. <laughs> I catch a grenade for you, yeah, yeah. Throw my hand on a blade for you. Jump in front of a train for you. You know I do everything for you. Oh, I would go through all this pain. I guess I don't know. This, this is song. such a depressing song. <laughs> Take a bullet straight through <laughs> my brain. Yes, I, I would die, die for you, baby. baby. But, but you, you won't, won't do, do the same. Aw. Aw. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> it is, right? <sighs> we did it, though. We did it. We did it. it. I, I mean, you did it. I kind of was there. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding it down. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Carmel. Thank you so much for doing this today. Thank you so much for having me. And everybody needs to go buy all your books and your merch. Yes. And please don't don't kill me if you read truly and no one makes you break your reading device, okay? <laughs> yeah. You might throw it across the room, but you'll live. Just keep going. Well, have a great rest of the day. You too. Have a fun chat with Brittany. Thank you. I will. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love her. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you all check out her books and her website, www.carmelroads.com. 
See you next time.